Before we start our episode, we want to welcome Middle Sister Wines as our happy hour sponsor. Did you know that birth order is commonly believed to have a profound and lasting effect on psychological development? And that the middle sister has a greater chance of having a wine named just for her? Well, welcome to the world of middle sister. Sassy wines for middle sisters and everybody who loves them, which includes the three tomatoes. We've been fans for years of their delicious whites like Drama Queen Pinot Grigio, but we confess we're slightly partial to Rebel Red and her sassy remarks like, if anyone tells you they don't like red wine, stop talking to them. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. They're more than just a wine. They're a family of sisters you're going to love. Learn more at middlesisterwines.com. And now we hope you enjoy today's episode. Greetings and cheers to all the tomatoes out there in podcast land, and thanks for tuning in to our Happy Hour podcast. I'm Kim Selby, the San Francisco editor of the Three Tomatoes newsletter, and I know you will love today's guest, Roberta Mittman. You will feel like you're listening to your best friend, only one who has incredible advice to give and a background that is anything but ordinary. Roberta is a personal revolution coach, and we're going to find out just what that is, as well as a licensed acupuncturist, who, acupuncturist, say that fast, who is and has been turning around the lives of women over 40. Yay us. Welcome, Roberta. Oh, thank you, Kim. It's really a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm fascinated by your story and by what you do, and I feel like it's something that all of us can benefit from. But personal revolution coach, which is very interesting because you can't just go to Yelp and say, I want a personal revolution coach. Can you? (laughs) I haven't tried, but I'd never heard of it until I started uh, looking into what you did. But why don't you share a little bit about how you got into this field of, I know you are a life coach, but you are specifically a, a life and revolution coach for women over 40. If you can just share a little bit about your story and why and how this all occurred, that'd be great. Sure. Um, so basically, just to answer your first question, personal revolution coach really can mean uh, personal transformation coach, I think. You could substitute that. And I find that when people come to me, well, yes, we talk about what their issues are and why they're there, but everything is so interconnected to so many other things. It's rarely just, let's say, neck pain or uh, a weight issue or this or that. It really has to do with so many different aspects of their life, uh, many times which are just a little stuck and which is a little bit also about Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So it's really truly a holistic type of um, experience that I offer. And it's really um, just, I think, gets so many positive uh, results from people because it's never just one thing like it's never about the food it's never just about the pain it just affects everything and everybody so and I get that because I'm a big fan of acupuncture and have been getting it for over 20 years and I really see the benefits of it but how so how did you decide 
to become, what was your life prior to reinventing yourself as a personal transformation coach and getting into acupuncture? I mean, what were the things that I always find it interesting? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that brought you into it? Did you get a lot of acupuncture and find that really helped you and then decided to pursue it or how? Right. Okay. Well, this is actually an interesting story because prior to that, which I'll explain to you what that is, um, my father was an MD acupuncturist over 50 years ago. <gasps> That's maybe, unique. Yeah. Maybe, maybe actually I've been saying that so long, it must be 60 years ago. <laughs> He's no longer with us, but he was your traditional Okay, I'm going to date myself now. Marcus Colby <laughs> kind of doctor. He was a family doctor. They didn't really call general general practitioner. They didn't call them internists then. Right. Uh, and he wrote his um, prescriptions and he did whatever he needed to do. But he absolutely fell in love with alternative medicine. Acupuncture was such a love of his. And he was actually very popular. And people came from everywhere especially for his treatments. And this is a, this is a very um, suburban community where we're talking about. And so it wasn't something like you might find like in California where you are, you know, that was like uh, always ahead of the curve. This was like, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, just such a very traditional uh, community. And he was like, you know, kind of a, a, a renegade. Wow, you are uh, lucky to have grown up with that. I know. And he um, he absolutely loved it. He used us when my sister and I were uh, younger. We were like his little uh, <laughs> patients. <laughs> his little <laughs> pin cushions. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But he also was like, he also loved hypnotherapy. He, he was really big into hypnosis. He also did tapping, which is um, EFT, which yeah. is a very big thing. And at that time, it was called thought field therapy. So he was really uh, uh, before his time. So he was my inspiration. And one of the things, Kim, that I especially loved hearing about was how he combined East and West, mm-hmm. how he could be an a regular MD doing whatever he does and also be so interested and so uh, so skilled at combining the Eastern. And that is actually the inspiration for my practice too. I love that. You do not, you do not see that enough. And I, I personally adhere to the beliefs that the mixture and the combination of the two is really what's going to heal our bodies. I, lo- I really think that's fascinating that you grew up in that uh, realm because I mean, were you, is that how you were treated? Like if you were ill, were you treated by your father with both, you know, traditions, Eastern and Western? Yes and no. You know, I I can't really say that it was like, I got such a heavy dose of those things. Um, I think he was just sort of developing them and he used it so much more when I was older. So um, I did probably get the benefit of a lot of East. You know, he was still like, you know, a traditional doctor for when I remember growing up, but it all changed. And that was like a very major transformation as far as he's concerned. And it was really interesting to watch because I saw this whole evolution. <laughs> and I bet. that was really funny. Yeah. And um, so, yes, but of course it just, you know, people that I knew, they were, didn't have, had no idea what acupuncture was, what does it do? 
And so I was like already, you know, hip to all of that and hypnosis and other things like that effective for me. Yeah, I think that it really all marries together really well. It's lovely that you are a therapist in a sense who uses acupuncture. You know, you're you're doing talk therapy along with the acupuncture. And I'm sure that every, I mean, by now everybody has heard of acupuncture, but can you talk a little bit about how acupuncture works just for those who who might be uninitiated into the world of, of that type of medicine. You know, I know there are meridians and, but if there's a way to describe it, you know, for the lay person out there, perhaps. I would love to Kim. And I bet, you know what, you could help me with that too, because you've had it for 20 years. So it'll be really fun to hear your take on it from someone that's experienced it. For me, as the as the practitioner, and I've had, of course, a lot of acupuncture too. But um, I first, from my point of view, it's inserting very gently these tiny, thin, thin filaments. I don't even use the word needles because people get all, all just get this like it's a shot. It's like some kind of a uh, aggressive type thing. When these are these are like little pieces of like, as I said, filaments and they bend. They're so flexible and they're so comfortable and so, so thin. And um, it can be super, super relaxing and feeling the, and it's designed to feel the natural flow, to eat, to free that up. Because if there's any kind of pain or discomfort in Chinese medicine, it's due to a blockage in the meridians which are pathways of energy that flow through your body. So what we're doing is we're really impacting um, these uh, meridians, which you can't see, you can't feel, but they're definitely there and they've been all mapped out in a rather genius, elegant way, like 5,000 years ago. Who knew? So it's really quite amazing. And it's a great experience for people that haven't tried it yet because you can know that it doesn't, it can be a very, a kind, gentle experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had many different acupuncturists as well. And some, you know, I have uh, gotten, I guess, more relief from some people who are more skilled perhaps than others. And it does, the only time it hurts is if it hits a point, which is directly related to where I'm having an issue, I guess, you know, I have some digestive issues and whenever they have a point and I'll just get a second of a twinge and then it goes away. I mean, like in two seconds. And then I don't mind because it makes me realize it's working. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, yeah, I usually am so, I sleep so well the night after acupuncture. It's, It's such a, it's so hard to describe it to people who haven't had it, but it is, it's a, an opening and yet you feel great and yet you're tired, but you feel energized. I love it. I think that's great. I call it a calm energy. That's, mm. you know, it's not like you're like ready to bounce off the walls. You know, I love your description and doctors refer to me um, and they become patients myself because the these uh, people come in and say, oh, it was really such a great experience and I really feel better. And, you know, this is improved and whatever. So the doctors come in and they're like, oh, this is it. I get it, you know, and it's uh, it's really nice because it sort of demystifies a process that um, can be, you know, a very balancing one. 
Yeah. So do do most people come to you um, for acupuncture in particular, or do they come to you for the coaching, or is it just sort of a combination? All three. Okay. All three. Some people come for the acupuncture, some people come for the coaching, and sometimes we combine the two. So we'll do like a little, we'll talk about things a little bit that we're kind of, kind of working on, in quotation marks, together, and then we'll do the acupuncture, and um, it's kind of a nice, nice combination of the two. So this is actually a good time to ask, what are like the most um, conditions that people would come to you for? And unless there are so many, I I just wondered if if you are targeting women over 40, if there's, you know, one issue or two or three or whatever issues that you find most people come to you for and get relief uh, from. Sure. Uh, It's such a mixed bag, Kim. Um, First, you know, of course, pain shoulder, neck tension, um, you know, uh, low back, um, calf pain, you know, that mm-hmm. all of those, of course, are obviously probably number one. <laughs> and exactly, <laughs> most of that is caused by stress yeah. and tight muscles, especially around the neck and everywhere back. So that would be, you know, the big one. Number two would be um, sleep. And digestive issues, I would say, those are combined. Uh, as, and, as, I, as I raise my hand, okay, yeah, I'm right there with, <laughs> with all those other people. <laughs> okay, and, so we have stress, and, we have digestion and sleep, and then weight and the, and the weight. Yes, <laughs> people like or nutrition. Like, yeah, people nutrition. are interested in that. And honestly, you know, it's it's not just acupuncture that you know helps with that. It's it's really got to be. A little bit of a visit into um, people's view about uh, what they like, um, their own personal nutrition, their lifestyle, and a lot of limiting beliefs and stories that are kind of keeping them in the same cycle where that doesn't, that no longer is working for them. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's really got to be a uh, multi-dimensional approach. Yeah, so it's interesting. I guess I don't know if you studied hypnotherapy like your father did as well, but you probably gleaned some information just by being around him. I I've also had that. I've tried everything <laughs> just because I yeah. think a holistic approach to living is just very powerful. And I love the fact that you are combining the acupuncture with the coaching with the talking with with your nutrition do you find that nutrition plays i mean obviously it sounds like a silly question a huge part in everything everything you're so right yes that was really a great point because you know a lot of times you are what you eat and you know how much where when um you know what your what your what your choices are and why um, I think those are really key questions to ask anybody, and those are those are some things that you know can be um, the script of that can be changed to be a little bit you know if something needs to change, then we'll work on that a little bit together. Right, like, yeah, and you know, and I notice that like I eat very well, but I sure love potato chips or chips of all sorts. And someone had brought some over and left them here, and I. I found myself eating them and going, why? 
I mean, it's such a comfort to me, you know, that is like a comfort food. And I think once someone opens your eyes to what exactly you are eating and why you're eating it, that it helps make that transition. And then when you can do without it and realize you feel better, well, yeah, but it's still hard. I know that that's like a really hard thing for most people, myself included, to to go back and revisit is that you know what why you eat what you eat i mean we all know what we're supposed to eat right but right. <laughs> we don't yeah most of us are emotional eaters and it's it's sometimes it's it's helpful to get clarity around that mm. and it's so that it's not necessarily psychotherapy but it can be a really interesting look into what is what are your choices um, meaning for you. What do they mean? They, why are you making that particular choice now? And, you know, is there something you could do instead? So in other words, it's really the goal is, it sounds simple, but it takes, a, I think, a little practice is to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. Right, right. That's the goal. And, and so in terms of what acupuncture can do for something like that, I know personally that acupuncture, Roberta, right, is not a quick fix. I mean, it's something that takes some time. True? Correct. Especially something like, especially like eating and nutrition. Right. So, I mean, people should should know, I, I believe, that they need to, you know, make a commitment to acupuncture as you would make a commitment to anything, because that's how I have uh, found that I've had more success by really sticking to it and maintaining an acupuncture regimen as I would going to a physical therapist or something, because it's not like you're going to put the filaments in someone and they're automatically going to, oh, great, I don't need to eat anymore, right? I mean, it, it's a gentle, as I... Right, exactly. And, you know, it's like, like exactly like you just said, it acupuncture doesn't shine as a one-shot deal, but not many things in life do. Right. So it doesn't have to be a lifelong commitment, but somehow, you know, working it into your uh, schedule um, to be like somewhat consistent, even if it's like once or twice a month, as it doesn't have to be every week, but you know, coming on a fairly consistent basis, especially at the beginning, really makes a big difference. And especially even with pain situations, because we just kind of want to build on some of the successes. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. So I know there are different beliefs and and not different different ways of doing. Um, placing the the needles. I know that there are some practitioners who focus mostly on the head for your all over health and some people put it directly where the pain is. Do you do a combination of those? I have this particular technique that I use and it's um, it's east and west together, which you know is my theme here. Yes. My so theme tell us, yeah, tell us, Roberta, yeah. tell us about that. <laughs> oh, sure. And the eastern part is Chinese medicine. There are certain points that um, are really wonderful for certain conditions. And many times they have nothing to do with where your issue or complaint is. So if you have a problem with digestion, there might be one needle like like a rat under your knee. So, mm. you know, and you're on your uh, calf. So it's like that's people will say, oh, that's kind of weird. That's not anywhere near my stomach. And that is totally true. But it is the stomach meridian. So 
it's like our job to know which of these points to choose. And some of them, however, are on the same area. And that could be for, let's say, tight shoulders and neck. And that those points are like you have knots and muscles. Like, you know, people will say, oh, my goodness, that feels so hard. Well, that can be released with trigger point therapy. And that is a, actually a Western technique that actually releases the muscles in just like minutes. And it's like a thousand massages. And you can really feel the difference pretty quickly. So it's kind of using that Western technique along with ancient uh, time-tested Chinese medicine theory. And so I mix them together. And that really gets the best results because we're accomplishing a lot of things at once. Oh, yeah. I mean, gosh, anybody who's in the New York area, I say go see Roberta because I really want to go see you next time I'm in New York for acupuncture. It sounds great. I know that. But if but I know that you also do coaching uh, via Skype or over the phone as well. You just yeah. can't do the physical uh, hands on <laughs> acupuncture approach. That's right. Yeah, which uh, I think is, is so incredibly beneficial. Before I move on, I just want to ask a quick question. So what is the purpose of, of every time I go see an acupuncturist, and I forget to ask, they always say, stick out your tongue. Uh, oh, let me look yes. at your tongue. What, what do you see right, when you right. look at someone's tongue? Actually, it's a diagnostic, uh, it's got a diagnostic purpose. And when you look at the, there can be different things that we're looking for. There's the color, the size, the shape, the topography, there's a lot of different things and it helps to give, um, it's like a window into certain areas that may need some special attention, such as like, uh, like your heart meridian or your liver and something that shows that it's particularly stressed or uh, digestive issues, um, just different conditions and there's, they're presented on your tongue. Oh, so you learn to read the tongue. As people yes. read feet or whatever else it is that uh, exactly. helps us feel good about things. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, it's just so interesting. There's so many things that we um, all of a certain age were not brought up with. You know, you go to the doctor, he gives you a, he taps your knee, he gives you a shot and you get a lollipop and you're out of there. You know, and and there's just so much that is not, that is coming out that has not been explained, which I think is really for our greater good. And I really want to encourage everybody who's listening because I think anybody could benefit from the practice of acupuncture because, especially over a certain age, we're we're not perfect. We all have our issues, you know. So yeah, exactly. And over forty, you know, women who come in and they're experiencing the beginning of menopause, perimenopause, hot flashes and mood and you know things like that acupuncture really does shine for a lot of those particular conditions yes. and um, so I wanted to mention that and the other thing Kim that I wanted to mention is is that I think and you and I like know that so well about when you're seeing somebody that has a holistic view if you're coming for a particular condition you just don't treat that one condition western yeah. medicine it's really known for that. And I love doctors. They're my friends. And so this is, you know, I'm, I'm totally a team player with doctors and Western medicine, but they're trained to focus on one particular area. So if you've hurt your arm or whatever, you're going to go to somebody that's specialized in that part of the body. But when you come to an, 
<clears throat> holistic practitioner and acupuncturist, we look at your whole body and see how it's all affected by that. And we want to keep there a smooth flow of energy going through everything. Oh. So, so that is really the beauty. And here's the good news. You don't have to choose one or the other. You can have a combination of both which is really the best, I think, the best way to go. I think you're absolutely right, Roberta, and I'm, I'm thrilled that you uh, take that approach as well because there are some Eastern uh, medicine practitioners who are not uh, proponents of Western medicine and vice versa, and I really think marrying the two is best. And by the way, on that note, I got through menopause totally through acupuncture and he, uh, my acupuncturist at the time prescribed some, not even prescribed, gave me some herbs, some natural herbs, and I've never taken a hormone since. And that was a long time ago now. So I think it, it can really work. It worked for me. I mean, I, you know, everybody's, everybody is different, but that, that's, that was huge for me. So I, I love right. that. Right. That's great to hear. Yeah. You know, and, and I've been doing this like for over 20 years and I had my own wellness center. That was my goal. And so I started late, but I started working, started in a doctor's offices. And then I said, you know what? I'm really ready to combine all of the things that I love. And I opened up a wellness center on Park Avenue and 36th Street. And I was there for 10 years. And it was just a wonderful time to, you know, kind of have one-stop shopping for everything. Yeah chiropractic and facials and massage and acupuncture and all those wonderful things. And so sometimes you can actually find that somewhere. And that's really convenient too for people. That is, that is, that is, I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> it's like a spa day where you really come out feeling really good, but more yeah. than a spa day, more than it's a spa great. day. Yeah, it sounds yes. great. Well, um, as we need to start wrapping up, is is there any um, piece of advice you might give someone or anything that you would like to share? I know, or maybe you might even want to tell people what the defining event in your life was that helped you sort of uh, get into the wellness goals that you've set and why you want to help others. Um, well, I would say uh, I can an answer both uh, briefly. Um, the first one is, what would my advice be? And I would say my last words would be, if there isn't any change, there's no change. Mm. In other words, if you don't take any, even if it's the smallest little step to make some kind of a change in your body, mind, or spirit, then it's all going to be, you're going to think the same thoughts, you're going to be with the same people, you're going to do the same thing. And I just... Uh, know firsthand that there's so many little steps that you can take, even if you're not aware of them now. Um, and what I wanted to say, the defining moment was the um, that I had donated a kidney to my sister, oh. who was in dire need of that. And it was a truly life um, transformation for her, which is wonderful. She's fine. And for me as well, because as a result of that, I fine-tuned a lot of my nutrition and lifestyle practices and have passed that on to other people as well in my practice. That is amazing. I'm sorry we didn't talk about that sooner. That's so interesting. What a gift you have given and you continue to keep on giving. First, you gave the gift to your sister and now you give the gift of wellness and feeling fabulous to all sorts of women with their, their different issues 
And yeah. I think that is what a gift to the world you are. Thank you, Roberta. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. And if I can just make a very quick commercial. It's oh, like yeah. There is a tomato in New York who is really hoping for someone to step up and help her provide her, offer her husband um, a life-saving kidney as well. So it's it, you can find out more about that from contacting, you know, the three tomatoes and whatever, and okay. they will put you in touch if anybody is, you know, so moved that way. Oh, that, that is wonderful. And also if people want to find out more about you and learn a little bit about you and what you do, they can go to your website at robertamittman.com, right? M-I-T-T-M-A-N.com. That's, that's correct. Thank you, Kim. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate your time here today, Roberta. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with all the tomatoes over 40 and maybe some who aren't quite there yet listening to us. Oh, it would be, it's such a pleasure to talk to you and to really everyone out there. I'm such a fan of the three tomatoes and Cheryl and yourself and everybody who works so hard, you know, to provide all of this information for everybody. So thank you so much. Well, it's our pleasure and I will meet you in New York next time I'm there, Roberta. It's a date. All Thank right. you, Kim. Thanks, and cheers to everybody out there listening. Bye-bye.